got a show for you. That's right. Can you believe it, honey doll baby girl? We talk about what really happened in New York. And then we talk about what really happened at Fat Slut this week with Orville Delta and Selena S. Titties. Big Dipper talks about doing a show in WeHo. That's right. And guess what? I turned the party. Hit the sleigh button, Marta Beat You. See you in New York this week, gal. Fags. The, the show's sold out, but you still got to come. Or you could still possibly get tickets. That's what I just said. You still got to come. You're weird. The way you communicate is weird to me. You over-communicate, and it's annoying to me. Goodbye. <laughs> M. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Email subby second spot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you substitute little fucks? You know, little fucks, you dirty little fucks. I'm a subby second. Big dipper. That's a big dipper. Bippity-boppity-boo. Faggot. Feels good to be back in the saddle. You know what I mean? It's the same thing that we do. It's We're just at home. I feel like I've never done this with you before. It feels new. It feels new. Energy feels fresh. I'm... You know what I like? You still have my fan, so fuck you all. Oh, I could. I literally have been at the office like three times this week. I could have dropped it off at any point. I actually don't need that because the seasons have changed. Well, you know, I will be bringing it to New York with us for our sold-out show on September 22nd at the Sultan, the Sultan Room. Room. Now, Sometimes people don't show up, so still you. come to the door and get tickets. And, and it's right <laughs> in the middle of Bushwick. So if if you don't get in, you can go walk around next door. We'll be right. We'll be done in an hour. You we'll be there afterwards. Yeah, we'll hang out outside. We'll come see you at ten o'clock. Uh, they no, do have I, a little outdoor seating area. You could. Sit oh, and, and they have a like. Us. Don't they have a restaurant next door? You yeah, probably a full hear blown us, restaurant next according door. According to Tom Sharpling, you can just hear us uh, without microphones. He said, "Let me drag these faggots." <laughs> He said, I may be on zero hours of sleep for the last 24 hours, but I still have room to read you to fill. <laughs> and they were pre-written. Pre-written reads! <laughs> <laughs> okay, for any of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, this week on Wednesday, uh, Tom Sharpling, who's a TV writer and a comedian and has a show on Forever Dogs Network um, with Julie Klausner called Double Threat. He also has his own show that's been running for years and years and years called Best Show, The Best Show. The Best and Show. The Best Show. And it happens every Tuesday for three hours. And they typically record The Best Show. They stream it on Twitch every Tuesday. And they go in after we record Sloppy on Tuesdays. Uh, at the studio. And so they do an annual. Did you know it's annual? They do an annual 24-hour stream. That's like a really cool thing. Yeah, I mean, they had everyone there. They had Tony Shaloub from Monk. They had Imagine Dragons. They had Sarah Silverman. They had Sarah Vampire Sherman. Weekend. Vampire Weekend. And many other people. Oh, Bob we Odenkirk? Oh, really? I should have yeah. stuck around. I no, should have well, stuck around. he was there on Tuesday because they did it oh, for 24, it was 24 hours. hours. So anyways, we end up getting there. We're in like hour 2250. Like, yeah, we <laughs> were in the dark side of his lifestyle. <laughs> and we walk in and he's like barely making eye contact with us. Didn't look us in the eye at all. Fully hallucinating. And he's like, you guys are amazing. And I'm like, are we? Are we, Tom? Do you really think that, Tom? Tom? 
But the the best read in the world was he's like, sometimes I'm in my office and I hear you guys recording, and I think they don't even need the recording equipment or the microphones. I think the whole world can hear them. Just yeah, just give it time and open your windows, bitch. Got us together, fully. But that was fun. That was fun. I had a great time. So and much then I got happened a, this week. A strike on my Instagram because I called you a fag. Well, you're pretty fast and loose with the language these days, Mabal. I don't care. <laughs> you don't what? Care. Honestly, take it away. No, don't. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? you just start over and then get 100,000 followers again. I would just, yeah, more people would be like, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't following her. You know who I didn't realize I wasn't following until, like, Friday night? Because we talk so much on Instagram that I've never like been like, oh, I don't ever see their posts and stuff. Selena S. Titties. Oh, girl. Um, well, We've been I, friends for like three years. Had no idea I wasn't following her. I saw Orville at Fat Slut. And he was like, you should come out to the thing, uh, to the rodeo in November. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. And then I went to look it up on his Instagram. Don't follow him. Text him. Don't follow well, him. Yeah. Got his <laughs> number. It is, yeah. It's so weird. I mean, I guess it's just because like we don't. I mean, Instagram's dying, right? No one cares about this stuff anymore. Except it's my number one thing. And I care about it so much. And I make content for it, bitch. And. Susie Wong's information about chopsticks has gone completely viral on TikTok. That video has 1.2 million views on the Sloppy Seconds page. Are you aware of this? No, I did not know that. That's insane. But all the comments are like, no, it's the other way around. And then other people are like, this is amazing information. I'm like, what is it? What's the truth, Susie Wong? Tell us, Susie Wong. Tell why us, are Susie you, Wong. Why Honestly, are you gaslighting our a, audience? Yeah, she could have got a mixed up. Things happen sometimes when the camera's on and your brain is also, moving. Also, who and knows if all this... Thinking about what and who. Sometimes you call a drag queen a trans. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you, you say a trans? <laughs> well, I said it in that sense because that's how she would have said it. <laughs> Not would have. You just... <laughs> Again, All right. much like Tell when me. we hypothesized the movie Gravity, I'm just coming up with thoughts, ideas, and maybe questions for the world. Tell me about Fat Slut. Oh, Fat Slut was a that it was possibly one of the most insane ones, top to bottom. It was I lucked out that we got Delta work because everyone knows I've talked about it on this podcast. I have been for two years since the iteration of that party trying to get Delta there, and for reasons out of my control, she just wasn't able to do it. But I was. Watching her Instagram live because I have a notification set for when she goes live. Um, and in it, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing my show uh, this Friday. And so immediately I went right into her inbox and I was like, I hear you're available. Here's what we can do. And she, without hesitating, just went, yeah, I can do that. And I was like, ah! So we had Delta, Orville Peck, and Selena S. Titties. The show was amazing. Everyone was killing it. It was it was an amazing show. It was antibiotics. Busy. Joella Perry, um, Catalina de Isla, which just translates to Catalina Island. Yeah, you loved it. You said that on the microphone. I just it just is like so perfect. It's like Paige Matthews from Palm Springs, where it's just like, oh, did you know that that's already like a thing? It's a character's names. Oh, it is. Well, I mean, there were people in the line for like. I, I kept getting texts like, can you come get me? Can you come get me? And I was like, girl, this isn't my party. I Here's appreciate- the, oh, I wanted to talk about this because <laughs> okay. this is something that's like truly out of my control. I can only control and have um, 
a say in what happens once you enter the front door and pay to get in. Right. I, unfortunately, I know there are other parties there that have a weird system set up where if you have a secret word, you can get in. And that does work. Like, if you're on my list, you can get in. Um, but you, you but if the bar the is at, you can't. Oh, you can't anymore? If you say, I'm on Meatball's list, you cannot cut to the front of the line. It just means you're in for free. That's no, you're supposed to be they able to. to. The security. See, this is what I'm talking about. Sometimes I have no control over this. And then also, the capacity of the bar. When we're at capacity, I can't just sneak you in the back door. Of that course. A, there's cameras everywhere. I will get yelled at again. I don't want to do that. So I think the only thing I can do is just be like. Come early. <laughs> come early. And a lot of people did, and that was great. And we had a wonderful time. I came Delta performed her one of the first mixes I ever saw her do, and I like almost cried when she was complimenting me. I know it was all a lie, but it meant a lot. And then Orville was a wonderful judge, and without me knowing it, because I thought he stopped listening to the podcast, he he said, "Hit the sleigh button, faggot," <laughs> and I damn near lost my mind. And then I was drinking that night because it was crazy, but. I guess somewhere after the sexy food eating competition or right before it, someone came into the bar. It was like 1 a.m. And Nikki was like, oh, it's $10 to get in. And he goes, it's 1 a.m. The show's almost over. And she was like, it's still $10 to get in. Pushes Nikki by the fucking forehead to the ground. You're kidding. What? Pushes Nikki to the forehead to the ground. Then runs out onto the patio to go hide. This man is like six foot, 350 pounds. They send two security guards to get him. He knocks those people to the ground. He then like goes after apparently some barbacks tried to get him. They were like dogpiling him. This is why when I was standing in the back, because I didn't know any of this was going on, I like opened the door to the dressing room because it sounds like the fucking opening scene of the Lion King with all that the fucking stampede. There's just everyone running out the back door. And I freak out because I'm like, oh, it's an active shooter. Oh, we're going to die. Oh, Orville and God. Delta are in the office, so there's no way they know what's going on. And then three security guards come running by. Apparently, they had to use someone's belt to close the door because the guy kept pounding on the door to get back in. And it was freaking everyone out. So the bar so like cleared got out. Back out, back to, the, out to, the stairwell. to the stairwell. And then closed the door on him and closed the door with the belt to stop him from entering. He was going insane every it scared everyone in the bar they ran out we were at the bar until or i wasn't i got out of there but the bar the police were at the bar until like 5 a.m going over everyone's injuries this guy broke a door he broke a bunch of glasses he threw stuff at people one person got hit in the head with a whiskey bottle by him like he went nuts luckily there's so much security there but they like it took three of them and these the security guards there are like seven feet tall can i just say that, like, alcohol is crazy. Like, the fact that, first of all, I mean, like, there's no excuse for that person's behavior. That's absolutely psycho. But I can almost Well, we don't probably... know what it was on, but it was probably not alcohol. It seemed like a meth or something, okay. crack or something. Cause it, or cocaine. Or it could be anything. <laughs> could be both. Could be all three. Could but, be all three. Because like, he wasn't in the bar previously. It wasn't like well, he was you know a walkout or walk drunk in. other places than just that one bar downtown. But I think that that kind of behavior isn't just drunk. There's like right, something else going really on. Right, because if he was really drunk, he would have like fallen over. He wouldn't have been able to like yeah. get all the security off of him or whatever. It's, like it's that, just wild because that I strength was, that a gorilla gets when they're angry. Or like a mom in, when she's got to lift up a car to save her baby. I was out in WeHo last night. 
Yes, you had you did a three minute number at one a.m. That's Tell right, baby. This. Tell me about this. Tell me about being out until one a.m. But I'll, I'll tell you about it when we come back from break. But I, I witnessed so much young drunkness, like WeHo, and specifically where I was. You know, they're like twenty one. Like the clock struck midnight, and they go to West Hollywood. Like it felt like I was in college. Crawling out of the sewers. I saw eight people on the ground at different points throughout the night. Not like, oh, I'm laying down because I'm so fucked up, or I live out here, or I'm like covered, you know, like just in drugs, like head to toe, just like stumbled and fell and cackling because it's so funny, like that kind of I fall used to, that down. Used to be me. <laughs> Where you wake up in the morning, you're like, what are these? Where are all from? these scratches and cuts? Did I ever tell you about the time? Okay, you know in New York, sorry to interrupt, but you know how they have those stairwells that go down to the garden apartments? Yeah. But it's, there's usually just like a gate. Like you it's just, just so skip, little. You skip the stairs well, and just fall. No. Well, no. So I, the gate was locked, but I was like, I can go pee down there because I'm an awful human being. And I tried to swing one leg over the gate and it wasn't locked. It was open. So I, the gate swings open, and I just oh. drop six feet straight down <laughs> onto my back and start peeing my pants because it was, like, just so funny to me that that would happen. And I just, like, wet myself, and I was like, well, I guess I got to go home. <laughs> Sorry. I would have I been a problem in WeHo if I was. What neighborhood? I, oh, that was, like, East Village, I want to say. Oh, okay. No, it was East Village. I know exactly where it was, too, because... Anyway, it was over by where the Berlin was. It Berlin? No, Berlin's in Chicago. What is the name of that bar? That is it Murray's used to... Crisis. No, that's West <laughs> Village. Anyway, what were you saying? We're gonna take a break. No. Yes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back. Michael ran into his comedian doppelganger. I don't know who that is. His name is something Batten or something. I don't know. He's some comedian who's like got a mullet and a mustache. Batten. Batten Batten down down the hatches. Oh my God, was that like five episodes ago? I don't know. Okay, so I, I went to West Hollywood. Um, Tokyo, who, um, I don't think, Tokyo hasn't been on Gogo for the Gold, but Tokyo was on Hot House? No. Yeah. Was on a Milk for the Love of Dilfs. That's the one. The dating show that Daddy TV produced out of Miami, hosted by the iconic Stormy Daniels. Um... But so Tokyo throws a party on, uh, does often host Avita events, but also throws a party uh, on Saturday nights at beaches called Jocelyn. And I assume it's named after um, the idol character, Jocelyn. I'm a freak, yeah. You watch it on HBO? She's just typing. No. You're just writing emails? Okay. No, my, so- I'm just rubbing <laughs> lotion on my hands to keep them soft. And then why uh, did your eyes glaze over? <laughs> Well, because I was just like, there, isn't there a gay bar in San Francisco named Jocelyn? Is Jolene. it all? Huh. It's no. called Jolene. Jolene. Yeah. Jolene. So, so what is Jocelyn? Like Jocelyn Wildenstein? No, like the character Jocelyn on HBO's The Idol who sings I'm a Freak. No, that's not really it. What is it really named after? I believe that. I'm just a freak. Yeah, you know I want it. I mean, Tokyo. I only know that. Call in if I'm wrong. I don't. I only know that song because Naomi Smalls performed it. I only know that song because they play it constantly on Infowars. Oh, true, 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 true. The Divas, the Dolls. The party is like um, the party reminded me of high school in that the DJ was just playing bangers and um, everyone was sort of like singing and rapping along to all you know. I sound like a radio commercial. I felt very old, I'll tell you that, but I had a great time. And I wasn't the oldest because Marta Bichu was there. But I huh! did feel... <laughs> she says hi. I think she... she listens to this. You can't say that. We were talking about it. She was like, are you as old as me? And I was like, no. She was like, I'm 41. I was like, I'm 38, baby. Okay, slay. She wanted to FaceTime you, but I said you were asleep. What time was it? One in the morning. Oh, I was one hundred percent asleep. I was so, in bed at ten. I was in bed at uh, nine thirty last night because I felt so. Like shit. I thought I was gonna get a nap in because I'm an old man and needed to, and then I just couldn't. So I just like stayed up and then drove my ass to West Hollywood. And the cutest thing about the night. This is how you know I'm fucking old. Uh oh. The parking. Because I happen to have a permit for that neighborhood currently because of, like, access to that neighborhood. And so I'm able, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to park on the side street where the permits are. No problem. And free. That made me feel That makes me so fucking mad because (laughs) I have to pay, pay, anytime I go over there, it's like. A thousand dollars. 
$1,000 to park somewhere that says it's only $20 for a whole day, but it's like $20 for the first 15 minutes and then 30 for every hour after. Or like the craziest thing is that the meters do go until two in the morning and they change oh, yes. over at midnight and it's like you can't double up your payment. Like No, unless you pay with a separate, a different card. Yes. You got you to gotta have your two cards with you. I told you I told you that one time I got a parking ticket in Hollywood because I kept going out and paying with the card and she said um, we have weight sensors and we know you haven't moved physically moved your car from this spot in over four hours I was at Willems and I just like kept going out to feed the meter weight sensors and so from then on every time I would just refeed the meter I'd pull my car out and then pull it back in what if someone was trying to get that spot they're like oh he's leaving and then you were like do do Doo-doo-doo. Uh, well, Back I only in. go three quarters out. Just enough to reset the weight, baby. I didn't know that they... Why put weight... Why is that something that we're so concerned about? Shouldn't we be a little bit more concerned about the homeless issue? Are you Instead ready of putting weights in the ground? Like, I come on, this, let's put beds places. I saw this thing where they put these hexagonal um, pieces... Hexagonal. Sorry. Fagato. They put these Fagato <laughs> pieces together to build a road, and each of them is like an energy, like a kinetic energy source, right? And so basically, they use these tiles to build a road, and they're both solar panels as well as when the car drives on them, the like inertia of the car like translates into energy that it sucks up, and it's like a new power grid that is fueled by the activity of a city like we i'm could. just a freak yeah yeah we could do this we, we could, could solve it all but you know what we spend so much of our money on the military it's insane yes and the billionaires just doing yachts and oil gigs and going to space for fun <laughs> like whatever what's going on with those bro they just went up there and we're like we did it no more what's going on with those get to the heart of it yeah, What's Daddy Bezos. What's okay. going on with those? So to to finish the Jocelyn story, um, the party is lit from start to fin. Uh, Tokyo is on the mic the whole time. It's giving adult faggot bar mitzvah, where like we're we're playing the hits. We know all the songs, and Tokyo is hyping up every moment, and it's great. Honestly, it was such a good vibe. Tokyo was like an amazing, lovely. Uh, generous host when I got there and I bumped into a lot of people it was Selena was there and then I jumped up and performed and people were like what the fuck is going on but they got with it they did the videos look cute yeah now how many is it's at beaches it's at beaches I don't think I've stepped foot in there. Is it two floors it's two floors and it's it's tiny like it's kind of like a New York bar but like there were 300 people there like it was and there was a, they were working a line all night long. But, you know, that's the thing in WeHo is you sort of pop in and then you leave and then you pop yeah. in and you leave. So it was busy There's all night. always ins and outs. But the whole point of that bar is, like, the stage, the DJ, the mic, the sound system is all, like, out on the street. So it's a really, like, there were a lot of people who weren't even in the bar just on the street dancing to the music. Now, did anyone throw a drink at you? Because famously, that happens to Tony Soto all the time at WeHo. I think that probably has to do with his personality. Yeah. We're going to take a break on that one. That was a joke? Why did you react <laughs> like that was real? No, no one threw a drink on me. Why I does that happen would. to Tony? I think it's his personality. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. I was agreeing. <laughs> Hi, 
And we're back. I'm so excited for New York. I don't want to bring two suitcases, but I was like, oh, we're recording five episodes. Yeah, baby. And I have to send you home with audio gear. What neighborhood are you staying? Well, you can say the neighborhood. Staying kind of near where the Rosemont is, I think. Williamsburg? Bushwick. Williamsburg? I don't really know. I don't okay. really know the area that well. Well, we're recording in Williamsburg, so that's nice. And the gig yeah. is in Bushwick. So if you're over there, like you can just take cars. What if everywhere. it's like in Greenpoint? It, it, so I'm going to take cars everywhere anyway because I'm traveling with so much stuff that I don't want to right. carry. I just the, the idea of having to go up and down stairs at the subway station yeah. with my luggage in full drag does not, to me, sound like fun. Does not to me sound like fun. You know what I mean? Man, I want fried chicken, but I know it's gonna make my insides hurt. Do you know where I ate yesterday? I'm just a freak. Yeah, you know. You wanna know where I ate yesterday? Actually, I wanna talk about this. Well, no, you go first. <laughs> Mine was better, but you go first. Go ahead. No, you go. Jolly Bee. I was right next to Jollibee. I literally turned to Michael and I was like, I only ever come over here here to eat if I go to that Jollibee. I went through the drive-thru and I ordered chicken tenders and they said, it's going to be 15 minutes for the tenders. And I said, well, no, oh, thank you. I don't know why, but that's what it was. So it always They always make you wait. I got the spaghetti and a two-piece with fries instead. And it was 11 a.m. It was 10.45 <laughs> Spaghetti in the morning. Girl, I tore that up, bitch. Do they have a breakfast menu? No, but I kind of went through thinking they might have some sort of like sweet honey fried chicken breakfast sandwich and like a mashed potato with like a sweet gravy or that pineapple barbecue sauce. Like I was like, girl, I'm going to fuck this Jollibee's up. The first time I ever ate a Jollibee was in Times Square with Donnell. (gasps) I love Donnell. Well, I went to a place over by that Jollibee called Olivia. And it's like a vegan restaurant. Rodrigo? No. But they had this thing. If you live in LA, you have to go eat these. Do you know the the olive, the Castle Vestrano olive, where it's like no. light green, almost limey, and very meaty, almost like a little chicken? Well, they deep fry the olives. Castle and then they put Vestrato it on. Strato olive? Vestrano, I believe. Maybe Vestrato. Okay, Vestrano. Whole organic olive. You said it's kind of meaty like chicken. It's an olive. No. Well, I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to bring some some high quality ones in because they're so good. But they deep fried them and they stayed like little hard pearls. And then you eat it and it was almost like fried chicken. Oh, my mouth is watering. Chicken? Fried chicken. Well, that was chicken the Chicken man. The chicken <laughs> man. the chicken man. But they had that, and then they make all these, like, organic pizzas. It's just so good. And then they had wine. Oh, do you think it's my- called Olivia because they do a lot of olive work there? Olivia? Is it? Because they also make their own. Okay, the part that I wanted to get to was they make their own fermented pineapple drink there. So it's like an alcoholic drink made with pineapple. And it's so good. And I drank like four of them. It was what, so good. What kind of machine pits olives? Because like, what a luxury to just reach into a jar and eat pitted olives and not have to like chew around that pit. 
Well, the Castavastrano often come with the pit intact because, you know, I'm looking at a jar of organic Castavastrano green olives pitted straight from Sicily. (laughs) Sicily, Italy. I don't know. That must be a wild machine. You like load up all the olives. Well, and I don't know. Let's like... look. I'm sure there's a how it's made on it. Wow. Can I play? But I voice? know my mom when I was a kid, she had like an olive pitter. Like it's like a little hand squeezy thing. Oh, sort of like a garlic press. Yeah. Well, no, because the garlic press is like this, and this is like a spring, kind of like a needle nose plier, but on the end of it, there's, there's like a... a cherry pitter too. God, I really don't know anything about. Pitter and Crusher? An electric one? Honey, what are you making? Topping up? Is that what you're going to have for lunch today? Girl, I don't know. No, I'm having lunch with Laurel. Brunch, actually. Brunch. Um, well, good can luck I play out some there. voicemails for you? Yeah, let's do that. I'm going to eat this cookie. We were doing ice. We were doing so much ice. Um, Hi, fucks. How? How? Do you spell Donnell? Big Dipper was talking about him and Donnell doing ice, so much ice. How do you spell it? Goodbye. Oh, the the guys are getting spooky. Well, it's almost October. (laughs) How do you spell Donnell? Hold on, let me get into this. Let me see. (laughs) Are you going to do some typing? Try to figure it out? D-O-N-N-E-L is what I would say. Okay. So, Donnell, I well, told you... Answer, is that correct? Or no? I mean, is that right or no? Well, the, you started with that. No, that's not right. You started... D-O-N-E-L-L. No. D-O-N-E-L? No. Dipper, what? D-O-N-N-E-L-L? Yes, double N, double L. I said that already. No, the first. No, you didn't. Run the tape back. No, can you? What's his it? Instagram? Actually, don't say it on here. No, he muted. He's not like he. He doesn't. He 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 looks on Instagram, but he doesn't have anything up there. I love that. Um, he comes from a family of D's. They're very similar, not in ideology or work like the Kardashians, but they all have D names. Okay. <laughs> You know, like him and his sister are D names. All of his sisters, like all of his nieces and well, nephews, Sam. are D names. Oh, the whole family! Yeah, I thought you just meant yeah. like siblings. Oh, so it's like a thing. Yes. Who's gonna break that? Who's gonna break that? Psycho. <laughs> Who's gonna break that trend? Who's gonna break that trend? I don't think anyone. Well, his cat—he didn't name his cats with D's, um, but. This happens all the time because, like, when I bring Donnell around, uh, people, he goes, oh, and I'm like, oh, and here's my friend Donnell. And then they go, like, Donald? And he's like, Donnell. And they're like, Dontrell? And he's like, Donnell. And they're like, Daniel? Like, they just, it, for whatever reason, written out, it's really They've easy. They've never heard that name hearing before. hearing that name for whatever. So we joke that he I went has, to high school with a Donnell. I think that, like, to me, it's a completely normal name. Yeah. We we joke that um, his, like, anytime something is fucked up in, the, in our lives, I feel like I've said this before, but we joke that it's his alter ego, Dontrell's fault. So <laughs> I was like, oh, Dontrell fucked up the reservation. Dontrell got a middle seat for us on the flight home. <laughs> you know, like that type of shit. Did Dontrell get you a middle seat? No. Okay. 
We I was talking about this with Willem. You know when they like upgrade you, but to a middle seat. It's not it's worth like, it. You're like, don't ever do that. No. What? I think. Well, on Delta. Oh, on Delta, you can say like, I want a window seat. If you're gonna upgrade me, it but better be they window ignore or aisle. It. Well, they can ignore this. I'm giving them the finger. <laughs> I do want to talk about how I predicted how my trip to New York was going to go on the last Tuesday episode and yes. how it did not go the way it was predicted. What? You didn't fly with ease, no problem, land, and then have plenty of time to get some food before you went and saw um, Wicked? No. What ended up happening was there was a short storm in New York that short grounded storm. all the airplanes and they wouldn't let us land. So I had to go to Buffalo for four hours and sit on a plane for two of that hours and get off the plane for 30 seconds for them to say, quick, we have 30 minutes to get up back in the air. Then we got back on the plane and instead of just back it out and letting us just get going, they decided that they needed to give us the whole rigmarole about how to buckle a seatbelt again like we didn't just see it three hours ago. And then I landed well, in that's the law. New York. They could have done it while they were backing that plane up. Now, yeah. when we were in New York. I have I've have gotten the spiel as they're like barreling down the runway. Yes. And I was like, if you know and anyway, it was just not a good one. I but that was the first time in my life where I at a situation like that didn't start screaming or didn't look for someone to complain with. I just said, whatever. I almost flew. I would have flown home i was looking for flights back to la during my four hour stay in buffalo on the plane in buffalo oh just i to was turn like i'm around just gonna turn around home. and go back it's not even worth it the whole f- six hours that i flew here i don't give a fuck wow what was crazy was that we were circling jfk and they were like we have um fuel for the next 45 minutes and then like 10 minutes later they were like we're gonna have to land and refuel so then we went back. But then in that 30 minutes, we could have landed because they lifted the ban. Like they were, ah, it was so annoying. So I landed and had to go straight to a $3 bill with all of my luggage. Oh, you took your luggage? I did, If I would have gone to the other, if I would have gone to Pinche's house first to drop my stuff off and then gone to $3 bill, I would not have been able to see the beginning of the show. And I was, mm. though, again, the reason I flew into New York was to see that show. So I went straight there. Baby Love let me put my luggage in her dressing room. And I got to see the incredible Charlene before the show. We hung out. And then she said, please get out. And I did. And then I did a bunch of shrooms. Oh, then you did the shrooms, honey. I did the shrooms during that show. And it made it 10 times better. It was incredible. Well, I don't know. It made it. It was already an incredible show. And then... I did Bushwig. We had Miss Mamshi. And then on my flight home. I love you said we had Miss Mamshi. What you mean by that is that Miss Mamshi helped you do your Bushwig number at someone else's event. Yes. And then I flew home. But my Uh flight got delayed. I was supposed to head to the airport at 4 a.m. They delayed it until the afternoon. And then when I got to the airport, they delayed it again another three hours. I'm going to go ahead and make a vow. I'm never going to fly JetBlue again, even though that their, their, their premium seats are bigger, wider, and have more space than a Delta Comfort Plus. I'd rather fly Delta. I'm going to make a vow right now to our listeners. Never do airplane talk again? For our New York trip, we're not going to talk about the travel. No, we won't. You think I'll break the vow? You, you know what I did have vow. to say? 
You will I do have file. to say that during that entire airplane meltdown, I commended myself for not once tweeting at JetBlue. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't. Well, you don't have enough. You don't, don't have, have enough, enough so there's not anything. like uh, Delta saying or uh, uh, Detox saying she's not feeling very diamond. Uh, Nicole saying Delta, you fucked up. Those things will get you attention. You, they're not gonna care. I mean, they don't give a fuck. You're not even searchable. You're shadow banned, bitch. Oh god, I don't want uh, to get banned again uh, for saying fag. Now let's hit the slay button on that play button. Wh- <laughs> what I want to say is, have you seen the videos of? That British guy who likes the trains. Yeah, I love that guy. Okay, you were giving that guy in that video that Cheyenne took of you while you were watching. Oh, yeah! (laughs) His are always like uh, the fisheye lens. And it's like right on his face and he's just like, huh. Yeah, I was so happy to be at that show. Also, I mean, if you look at my pupils, I'm fully shroomed out at that part. And I got to give it up for Renee because we were over sitting in the VIP area. And that show was four acts long, four act breaks. And right before the third one, Renee grabbed me and she goes, we have to get front and center for this portion. And I was like, wait, why? Like, I'm fine over here. We can kind of sit. I saw Jada, Essence Hall was there. Oh. And Lemon. Did you guys talk about poop and death? <laughs> no, I just kind of said hi. And, I, and that was it. But yeah, we normally do get into poop and death talk with each other. <laughs> Um, and then we were standing there, and then it starts, and I was like, oh, this is the act with Defying Gravity. Like, they were like, why are you acting like you've never seen this show before? Like, You're like, like well, we... I tap out in the second <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, it was just so good. I can't wait to see what she does next. Well, right now she's doing the HBO one. So it's going to be True Blood, but it's Rue Blood. That sounds very fun. She's like the new Peaches Cry. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, here's a voicemail. Hi, Glops. This is Miss Thing Giving Shows down in Houston. I wanted to call and give you guys an update on the Beyonce boyfriend situation. Oh. Uh, now, I don't know if she's just saying that or like, do you think her drag name is Miss Thing Giving Shows? Because that's kind of an amazing That's drag a great name. drag name. Hi, it's me, Miss Thing giving shows. And make some noise for Miss Thing giving shows. shows. It's hyphenated. Yeah. <laughs> um, I opened up the door of conversation back up to my boyfriend and let him know that I was uncomfortable with him going to this Beyonce concert and asked. Okay, for if anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, this person called in or texted and basically, I forget which one it was. I think it was. Um, and said, uh, Someone DM'd their boyfriend and said, do you want me to come to the, or can you come to the Beyonce concert with me? And this person is an actor and has a show that night, so is unable to attend and basically said, sure, you can go, but bring me a t-shirt. And then called us to be like, is that weird? And Meatball said, your boyfriend's cheating on you. It's not what I said. I'm just saying, I think that there's something weird about a complete stranger offering a Beyonce ticket because it's like such a coveted item. Why would you want that unless your intention is to have sex with that person? So here's the update. For some reassurance, we sat down. He showed me the DMs with this person. Nothing of suspect. Um, I laid down very clear rules of you will be arriving at the venue and leaving the venue by yourself. I will still be getting that T-shirt. And I will be waiting at his apartment for him to come home. So while I'm not... After my show, of course. So while I am not thrilled that he's going to the Beyonce concert with another person, I do feel more comfortable about it and less freaking out. And I just wanted to um, 
let Meatball know that, no, my boyfriend is not cheating on me. But I still appreciate that because it did open up the door for me to have that conversation because I was like, oh, hell no. So anyway, thanks for the advice, Slop. We got it all worked out. Goodbye. Am I crazy for thinking that, like, taking someone, a complete stranger that you've never met to the Beyonce thing is, like, definitely weird? I don't think you're crazy, but I kind of think this is, like, gifting a candle gate on the reed. You remember that Mm, episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, yeah, it's no big deal to give a candle. It's like, oh, no, he's trying to fuck giving a candle. I, I agree with that. I think when you give someone a certain scented candle, it, you can tell if they're trying to fuck or if they're like, this is a nice candle. I have randomly, like, people from Instagram been like, let's hang out. Let's hang out. Yeah, we should hang out. That's cool. different. I think that's Do different. Do you want to go to this thing? Who knows? This person could be, like, super rich and, like, maybe not care that much about Beyonce and just, like, got a ticket because it's the big concert to go to in Houston or whatever. It's why. I mean, I agree that it's wild, but I also think for some people's world, it's, like, not a big deal at all. Colin, let us know what, what you think. <laughs> Text us. Text us. Text us a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah, and a, pic- and a disco ball emoji or something. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll, we'll do a tally. That's yeah. what we'll do. Um, wait, so did you listen to that Google Drive I sent you? It's making the rounds. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, I did listen. It sounds great. Well, it's basically, a, I think what it is, is a recreation of the live show that's pulled from recorded audio in the venue. Some of her, I mean, a lot of the vocals are from the album, but yeah. some of the vocals are from the live show. And like the audience. Well, recorded. Is, like, I don't think it, it's actually from the show. So no, it's which, not like from the board. It's yeah. like someone was holding their phone up. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they did like a noise reduction on the crowd. Like, Cause, cause yeah, because some of it you can hear like, like the... <laughs> <laughs> But it's cool to relive the idea because it has like the interlude music and like, you know, this is how house music was born, all that shit. Did you know that the Listerine Cool Mint Pocket Misters? I've got one right in here. It's just mouthwash. It's real spicy. It's just mouthwash. Yeah, they didn't like reformulate it. It's nothing about it as new or different. It's just Listerine being delivered in a different form. And I love it. Hi, I am just listening to your latest episode and had to stop and remark that I 100% agree with the whole bullshit email culture thing. I got reprimanded by my managers saying that my responses were too sterile and they weren't, you know, cordial enough because I wasn't asking how people were doing. I'm kind of just like, I have better things to do than start each email with like, Oh, the weather's really nice. Hope you're enjoying it. Hope you enjoyed your vacation. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I just need information and you to, to respond stuff, and that's it. Like, move. I'm gay. Say it. Be done. That's all. Goodbye. You like that at the end? I love that. Move. I'm move, gay. I'm gay. <laughs> Say it. Actually, that's well, that famous clip. Yeah, from Brandon. What's <laughs> his name? Famous. He was in the Jinx's show, Red Dead Devil Lady. What was that called? Her uh, show was called Everything at Stake. 
And his yeah. name is Brandon Rogers, and he is a famous YouTuber and internet comedian, friend of Cornbread, friend of the Best pod. friend of Cornbread. Oh, we should get Brandon on the show. Anyhow, move I'm gay, but also, I thought you would like what this person said at the end, which is, say it, be done. Yep. <laughs> yep. I don't need you to talk circles. If you just say, make the point, I hear it the first time. My ADD brain isn't going to hear it the third and fourth time. When people do the like, hey, I was just reaching out to see if you would possibly consider. You're like, already asked me. Right, you no, should have already asked I'm done. Me. I'm done. I want the date and time by sentence two. That's why you don't respond to emails. I read I the information that I need. Can I give you a task for today on your sick day? What? Respond to the email from that person in that state in the middle of the country. I would, but it seems like it's serving you in some way, and that makes me not want to do it. It's serving you because when we've gone out of town, well, I guess San Francisco was very uh, good. That was just me. And it was good. I was going to say, when we've gone out of town and I've been around to help, it's been helpful, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, yes, it's serving us. It doesn't serve me individually at all. It serves me in conjunction with you and then you individually. What was their first name again? <laughs> oh, boy. You found, I found it? it? I found it. Okay. So star that in your email for your email also, culture. She also, she also came into my um, Instagram DMs and was like, hey. Yeah, girl. And the only reason I haven't responded is because it's mostly about you. So are you going to start the email with, sorry for the delay? No, you're going to say, thank you for your patience. Isn't that what you taught me? Thank you for your patience. It's been crazy here in Los Angeles. We just had a record-breaking fat slut, including a brawl at the front door. Can I bring this to your venue? Do you want a brawl at your front door? (laughs) Are you into brawls? Okay, check this. Hi, faggots. Not really a fuck talk story, but, um, so I've been dating my boyfriend for like two months now, exclusive. Um, my only real hang up is we, I made him, um, wings the other night, roasted season, perfectly done, uh, and like. This person sounds. So lit, <laughs> yeah, like just out of their fucking mind. I love Roses, it. Roasted season, roasted season, perfect mate is what I did. The chicken wink. Okay, the chick. I am the chicken man. I am the chicken man. He left way too much much meat on the bone. So like, should I dump him? Like it's atrocious. Like what? Such a waste. What do I do? All right. Good. Bye. There it is. Well, first, I would suggest having a glass of water. Yeah, you sound (laughs) a little little dry. No, I, I, well, what do you think about not eating all the meat off the bone? That's rude. (laughs) I, I'm the type of person, I'll even fucking gnaw on the end of the bone to make sure I get every last piece of chicken. But some people, like, this is why chicken nuggets and chicken tenders exist. Some people just can't handle the concept of, like, eating it off the bone. So they'll eat, like, just the meat around it so that their teeth don't have to hit the bone. And I completely understand that. 
Yeah. My mouth is watering because I'm thinking about fried chicken. Why well, fried chicken yesterday from Jollibee? Um, I will tell you, I didn't start eating chicken wings in my experience until high school. And I remember the first time I was like eating with a group of people, they were like, what is that? And I was like, well, I took like the bite here and the bite there. And they were like, break the flat open. Suck the bone down. You know what I mean? Like, oh, actually. No, no, no. What you got to do is you twist it and then you slide all the meat off. Well, that's and too then... much handwork. Oh, you mean slide it with no, your you mouth? No, you can use it you, with your mouth. And apparently, your you're ba- apparently you're bad with your mouth because a recent tweet. Oh, God. Let's get it. Going it. around saying that Denver gave them such a bad blowjob that their dick was out of commission for a week. Now, you are pretty slanderous because they said a few days in the tweet. And you are saying that they said a week. Listen, I can't help what you did to this man's dick. Okay. Let's take a peek at the twit. So why don't you describe what we're seeing here? What we're seeing is Dipper's most recent viral TikTok where he's standing on the street corner asking for um, people to guess his weight. Now, and what this is is a screenshot recording of that TikTok. Posted from, by And Incel. posted by a person named Incel Samantha Jones at Boy Troy. The O's are dashes, and there's a hyphen. Those are zeros. That's what that means. And that's an underscore, not a hyphen. Kill yourself. And then, below that, from a person named Gay Kyle 2. They said, he gave me the worst head I've ever experienced, by the way. To which someone said, no, someone else said, Dipper, question mark? Incel Samantha Jones, the poster, said Dipper. And they said, yeah. And Dipper replied. No, and then he he followed it up by saying, like, my dick was out of commission. commission For a couple days because it was scraped so You really can't read. For (laughs) multiple days. Dan brings this up every gay brunch. And I'm like, who's Dan? That's, that's, that's incel, no, that's, oh no. So people are talking about it. Yeah, so this happened what to, did this you do to this person, gay dick? Kyle too. And then this other person, Archie, Gucci Keychain, <laughs> great Twitter name. <laughs> that's actually a wonderful name. This other person comments, yeah, Dan brings that up every gay brunch. So I'm like, so Dan and Kyle are talking about my dick-sucking skills to Archie. Listen, and then Incel Samantha fair, Jones, Incel Samantha Jones responded, Dipper, and Kyle said, yeah. So then I piped in and I said, slander, but like maybe not. Did I? Show your face so I know if I wronged you. <laughs> Because I went to Kyle's profile and it's I a, can't. It's an alt account. It's like a. It's like a trash. Oh wait. Except now there are all of these photos. You definitely suck that guy. He doesn't look familiar to me at all. Dipper, the amount of people that you've sucked. He might. Maybe he used to have hair. Maybe he was fatter. Maybe his beard was short. Yeah. See, there he is with hair. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> did I suck your dick? And was it toothy? Because, see, you always talk about how much you suck dick. And I, in the back of my mind, was like, what if he's, like, not that good and only old men are whose dicks are just so desensitized to the world because they've been beating them for 70-plus years like blowjobs from you, but, like, no one else does? 
It, I mean, it could be the case. Like, I receive. See uh, now, this this is that is the. Uh, see now, I wouldn't have sex with you, Kyle. Just when the beard goes away and it's mustache only. It's mustache only. So, Kyle, this is from this is from September of 2023. A lot's happened, Kyle. Well, well, Kyle, this says think I'm going back to the crew cut stash look when I'm okay, done with. Should the we beard. do a vote? I vote yes. Yes, Kyle. me too. But then, you know, if you go back to this look, maybe I'll try to suck your dick again and cut you up. Scrape it up. Reading that reminded me one time a guy was giving me such a bad blowjob that I couldn't tell him to stop because he was like, he was just like, I don't want it. But he scraped the underside of my dick so bad that there was a scab. Yes, I remember you said this. That's really intense. Was that you? No, I've never sucked your dick. Um, well, listen, Kyle, I apologize. Also, like, a little bit of feedback in the moment of, like, no, that's not working. The other thing is, like, anatomy. Like, some people, it just slides right in, and other people, it, it's too thick, or it's kind of, or whatever. Maybe I had a long day, and maybe my, my, um, what do they say when you eat too much, or you order too much food? Your stomach was your, too big for your, your mouth? Your eyes were too big for your stomach. Right, so maybe my and eyes. you were battening down those hatches on that cot. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe my jaw was too tired. (laughs) I don't know. So listen, Kyle, I apologize, but also if you made this up, cool. Listen, the fact that Dan brings it up every Sunday, every gay gay brunch, brunch. every gay brunch means that I don't think this is made up. Oh boy! All right, let's take a break. And we're back in New York. When are you leaving? I'm leaving Tuesday night. Wild. I'm leaving Wednesday morning. Well, I'm only leaving that early because, again, there is a show that I want to see. What are you going to see? I can't really. I don't want to tell everyone where I'm going to be, but Miss Malice is in it. And, you know. Everybody knows. It's just going to be a really good show on the night of the 20th. We're going to watch a movie, and they're going to act it out in front of us, and it's going to be so fun. Fun. Um, Yeah, I am going on Wednesday, and then Friday night we'll see everybody at Sloppy Seconds Live at the Sultan Room. Doors are opening at 7 o'clock, so come early and hang out. And and what? And then we'll be seeing Willem and Drew Drogi. And Titanic. And then my other thing to let everyone know about is that um, also in New York, but a while later on Saturday, November 4th, baby, I'm doing a concert at Come On Everybody. That's right. So Saturday, November 4th, if you want to see a concert, come on out to Come On Everybody. What? Nothing. You looked disgusted i just what happened you used to be a fan (laughs) 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 Uh, who's who's gonna be in it me bitch i'm doing a concert of the new music that you're making are there gonna be any new drops new drops yeah i'll probably play a couple songs Couple new songs, couple old jams. I haven't done a concert in New York since the pandemic. I think. Damn. 
So oh, yeah. Weird. You did like Rock Bar forever ago, didn't you? Yeah. Or maybe I did one since then. Maybe I did one in 2020. Now, is yeah. Rock Bar like a leather bar? Because I see them. They host a lot of like yeah. very adulty events. It's like a gay and leather bar predominantly and they are able to hang some curtains up to have a little background was the cock still open no really it's gone gone for good i believe man that was a wonderful place okay i have one more voicemail but we have time for one more but i have three to choose from Uh uh-oh so one is about your mental health (laughs) In what way? Uh, well, I'm just saying. Well, just one, one well, is t- tips uh. about oral sex. And the well, other that one's one for you. Is a cruising story from Canada that involves a police officer. I want to hear. I guess the cruising story is more interesting to me. But I can play the mental health one. Real yeah, fast. just play it. We don't even have to hear anything. Oh wait. We don't even have to hear anything. Or say anything, sorry. Hey, Fox. Um, So I love to joke around with all the girlies, and I totally get it that um, we don't always mean everything we say. But after listening to a couple of episodes, I just wanted to let you know that I am a social worker and a mandated reporter, and I wanted to ask, Meatball, are you okay? Do you feel safe? Okay. Let me know. Love you. Goodbye. Are you like safe around you? I don't feel safe around you. Around yourself. What what have I done that seems unwell? Ready to die. (laughs) Oh. Well, that's normal. I feel like there are some you just what? You just gotta be ready, bitch. (laughs) All right, that's all. Thank you. Well, uh, I will have you know that I am currently in therapy, so <laughs> you clocked something that I didn't realize. <laughs> Clock that team. Clock that honey. team, Ms. ma'am. Okay, here we go. Hey, you fucks. Hope you're doing great over there in Los Angeles. It's getting cold over here in Montreal. So this is a cruising story because it's my only one, and I'm in my late 30, mid-30s, so, like, it's weird that I haven't cruised. So... I go to this place called the Mentano Woods, which is near a park here in Montreal. And I go there, and this really hot guy comes over to me, and I'm like, okay, cool. So we start, you know, jacking off, whatever. And then this, a literal cop (laughs) walks into our little clearing. I run so fast, but the guy grabs me that I'm with because the cop unbuttons his pants, pulls his dick right out, and starts jerking off looking at us. And I'm freaking out, so I don't know what to do, but uh, the guy I was with was just jerking off, and then the cop kind of walked toward us and stood there, didn't, like, touch us or anything, and kept jacking off. And then the other guy and I were doing the same thing, and then we all finish. And then the guy zips up his pants, and then he says to us in French, okay, I got to go back to my wife. And me and the other guy just look at each other. We start laughing. But yeah, that was my cruising story. I thought I was going to get arrested, but instead, a cop uh, decided to join us. Shit's crazy here in Quebec. Okay, bonjour, mate. Bonjour. Bonjour. I don't know what he said. You know what I mean? Baguette. 
I woke up at 6 a.m. to hand wash that pink dress that I made for Fat Slut because I fell and it got covered in everything and the feathers were full of food. So I had to remove all the feathers, wash those in a bucket with detergent, and then soak that dress because it can't go in a washing machine. So I've like, that's what I'm up to. Thoughts? I I have so much anxiety about leaving for eight weeks. I'm like, literally in my head, I'm like, I must go through that entire shelf of stuff I never touch before I leave the house for eight weeks. No, That's like what no, I'm thinking about. Leave that shit behind. Leave that behind. And just pack. Just focus on packing. And like, who's coming? Who's watching your house? I think Ryan and Tien are going to check in to make sure there's like no ants. Because mm. like the ants started coming in in the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. regardless of if there was food out or Absolutely. anything, they just, like, they need respite from the sun. So they're going to come check in and that. But i got to bring you these plants. My three plants are coming to your plant room. Anyways, thoughts on this story about the cop and the cruise? You don't care? I would have just run. I would have just run. I'm sorry. Like, whether or not he was into it or not, my brain would always be like, this is a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, that's scary and wild to me. Especially because of, like, you know. Yeah, that's just fucked up. And I'm like, I I guess I get it. Like, if you're a delivery driver or, like, in the middle of your work shift or on your lunch break and you go to the park to, like, jerk off with your dude friends. Like, mm-hmm. I understand why you're, like, there in your uniform. But, like, if you're a cop and you are cruising and not planning to arrest anyone, it's like, I don't know. Leave your shirt in the car. Like, do something where you don't Take become your a uniform threat. Off. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see the badge. Well. No. It's not. No. It used to be that we're, like, before our, you know, the veil was lifted and we, like, really the police, fully understood awful people. what they were up to. Like, yeah, they're, like, authority figure, like, in uniform, like, a police, like, Whatever, but it's like the only kind of like uniformed municipal workers that are like could be turned hot are like fire people and like male people. The post office is hot, yeah. Yeah. They're not gonna be they're gonna be heated with me when I show up with all this chunkita merch, baby. I got forty packages that need labeling. Girl, it's hard. That's what I'm telling you. When I got the the t- the fat slut t-shirts, it was 350 shirts that I had to mail out. I felt Ooh. terrible. And you don't print labels at home? No, I make them do that. Well, do you think they're open today? No, they're closed on Sundays. I think I'm doing two batches. I think I'm going to go Monday morning with 15 and then like Tuesday morning with 15. Like so here's a little not. appetizer. And I also then, think uh, I'm just going to bring a $20 30. bill and tip them. I oh, know yeah, it's yeah. their job, but it's like it's not their job to be with a customer. Oh no, I always minutes. yeah, I always tip them. Well, I drop it off and put the tip in the thing, and then I pay for it later. How do you get all the tracking numbers? They email them to me. But see, you have a, okay. This is boring. Anyway, Where's, who cares? Um, yeah, I mean, in I New s- York, that cop stick. I fucking hate that I say that. No, fuck that guy. No, fuck that cop. Because he's probably, he probably goes, fucks his wife, and then goes back to this, to, what do they call those places where the police are? The station. The police station, and talks about how much he hates fags, and how much he hates those cruising gays, and we gotta get them and beat them up. But he's French, so he's like, ooh, I hate the fags. Le fag. 
Voulez-vous coucher à Rockmore? Les bonbons de bon. Les effets, les bon temps? We're being awful. We need to stop. Au revoir. Oui, oui, oui. Goodbye. Au revoir, Peck. Um, do the outro, please. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppyseconds.com at gmail.com or call in with your own fact talk story to 213-526-9180. Don't forget to like and subscribe so that you don't ever miss an episode which comes out every Tuesday and Friday. You can follow our own Instagrams at Big Dipper Jelly and Spicy as Meatball, Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter, and Meatball the Drag Queen on TikTok. Yeah, baby, I like to make you hunt. Hunt and peck the way you type your letters. Okay, goodbye. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes, ad-free, and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.